Good morning, it's Kemper. Happy Monday. Good morning, Kemper. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Happy Monday, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Good morning, it's Glorious. Is that you, Miss Park? Yes, ma'am. Good morning, darling. Love you. Happy Monday, everybody. Good morning, Miss Diane. Happy Monday. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Miss Father. Glad to hear your sound, sweetie. <laughs> glad to hear your sound, too, and it's glad to be having a sound. Wake up, little sound. Yes. Okay, I'm going on mute. Okay, sweetie. Thanks. Good morning. This is Latoya. Good morning, everybody on the call. Good morning, Latoya. Happy Monday. Good morning. Welcome to Ucard Victory. Who's on the line?
We serve an awesome God. So glad to be on the wake-up list this morning. Who's out there? Good morning, Ms. B. It's Resilient Restore Rochelle. Today is a great day, 51 days. Hallelujah, Pentecost Sunday. Amazing. Holy Spirit, do your thing. Love you. Have a great day. Declare victory. I love you too, Rochelle. Thank you for all you do. By the leading of the Holy Spirit. I ain't got nothing to do with it. (laughs) I know that's right. I hear you. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. God bless you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. There is no God like Jesus. Does anyone else want to say good morning before I start the call? Okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so you can proceed and the re- can be clear. Good morning. Hello, my name is Barbara Cockrell, better known as Ms. B on the line, and I'm your host today. Thank you for joining us here on Declared Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, and you see even on holidays, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of May. We're towards the end of May, too, where this month our theme has been deliverance. This month, the declarations will focus on how Christ is our deliverer and how he transforms our lives and gives us the ability to live victorious lives. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There's one announcement today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for married couples and married hopefuls. You can call in at the same phone number tonight at 6.30, from 6.30 to 7.30 Pacific Time, 8.30 to 9.30 Central Time, 9.30 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. We will be happy that you did. There were no new prayer requests on the line, but I did notice that we got a prayer request from Denise Covington. She's having a uh, her DMV test this week, and she's asking that she be have peace and pass her test. Praise God. And we always want to pray for our young people and our children and our country and our nation. And also for each other. The order of the call today is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ramona. The declaration will be brought to you by Christina Joy. 
Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ramona. The declaration will be brought to you by Christina Joy. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Daniel 17. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hands, O King. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his most holy word. At this time, please put your phones on mute until asked to take your phones off of mute. Have a blessed Memorial Day. Be safe out there as I pass the call to the prayer warrior. Hello, hello, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, glory, glory be to God. Oh, you guys, let's put our hearts um, to our Heavenly Father who loves us so much. Oh, Father God, we just come right now saying glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah to the most high God. God, you is amazing. We just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your amazing love towards us. We just glorify you because you just is good. You are so good, Lord God. So we just say bless your holy name, Father God. We just ask right now, Father, that you um, forgive us of any sins that we have committed, the ones we know and the ones we don't know, Father God. And we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your forgiveness, Father God. Oh, and create in us a clean heart, Lord that we shall forgive on this day, Lord. Anything that is hindering us from forgiving one another as you commanded, we just ask you to search our hearts and have your way in and through us that we can forgive. We can forgive and love one another as you commanded us. And we thank you, we thank you, we thank you because we want it, Father God. We want to love, we want to forgive. We don't want to continue to be stuck in, 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 in darkness and, and hindered from not being able to do what you commanded. So thank you for uprooting all the, all those things that is hindering us from forgiving, Father God. And we say thank you, Jesus. And we ask you on this day, Father God, to just touch this country. Bless this country, Father God, this world. You gave your only begotten son who came and died for this world, Father. So we just ask right now, Father, that we that that the prayer of the righteous shall not be forsaken and that we shall pray for this world father that that your will shall be done your will shall be done oh god and we thank you for your good will your good will your good love towards us lord and we just ask you lord thank you no, thank you for your love your love that conquers all your love that never failed us oh glory be to god thank you jesus Jesus, you is just amazing. You are amazing. We ask you to touch Denise um, and, and her prayer request, Father God. We lift her up and uh, we ask that you give her what she needs for um, her test, Father. And we thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Father God, that we, we can bring all things to you. We can bring all things to you, Father God. But right now, I pray for those, um, for, for, 
hostile, those things that we don't bring to you because we are afraid or we are hiding it, Lord God. So I pray right now for those things because nothing is hidden from you. Nothing is hidden from you. And you said cast our cares to you. The cast our desires um, to you so you can um, can provide them for us, Lord. So I just pray right now for a new heart in each and every one of us that we would not be afraid to bring all things. You said bring all things to you, Lord God. All, even those things that we think that is sticky, Lord. So we just, I just pray for that part right there, that thing that we that that is hindering any one of your beautiful sons and daughters, Lord God, that you have your way in that right there. You have your way in it. That you, Father God, you said you told us to crucify, to crucify our flesh, Father. But we need you. We need your help to do it, Lord. So I just pray you have your way in and do that thing that is hindering us, Lord, that is hindering us from bringing things to you, from bringing it to the table. You said bring it to the table and we will not lack nothing. Father God, thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are doing that in and through us. You are doing that in and through us. May we respect the process. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord God, for the process that you are bringing each and every one of us through, Father God, to get us free and free indeed. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, that you you are bringing us through, Lord God. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, God, just, we just give you the praise and the glory for what you are doing in our life, Father God, what you are doing in our life. We ask you right now, Father, to touch our family, our family, Father, um, wherever that is, um, you know, issues that may be coming up that is bringing a divide. We know that is the enemy, Father God, because you came to bring unity to family. So I pray right now that you be the glue, that you send a word, that you send your Spirit, Father God, and have your way in and through our family and through our, our family to bring us back together. And we just thank you for it, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise because we know it's you, that you, Lord God, it's you, Lord. And we thank you, Father God. Oh, we just thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you for leading and guiding us into all truth. Oh, we thank you for leading and guiding us on this day. We ask you to lead uh, and lead and guide us on the path that is written of us, Father. Oh, that narrow path. Oh, and give us what we need to walk it out, to walk it out and be what what you called us to be, Father God. Because before you even created this world, oh, Father, we, we, you, we was with you. Our spirit was, was with you, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord, that our soul knows you. And our soul knows you. And you created us for a purpose for this time. So may our soul be reminded of what it is and who you are and what 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 it is created to be, to bring kingdom here on earth, Father God. Oh, thank you, Lord, that in this time right now, we are in deliverance, and you are delivering us. Thank you for our deliverance. Thank you for um, removing and plucking all from us being demonized, Father God, that we don't have to walk in that, in those 
spirits, Father God, that you gave us the power and authority to cast out demons, to cast out devils, Father God. May we use our power. May we use the authority, Father God. May we use your blood, that which has never and shall never lose its power. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May we use our sound, Lord God. May we use our weapons, our, our praise, our worship, Father God. Oh, I thank you, Lord, because you are such a good father that you you fight our battles. You are our great defender, Father God. So we just give you the praise and glory for what you already have done in our life and what you're doing in our life. We give you the praise and glory because of the victory, the victory that is already won. Lord, you said it's finished. You said it's finished, so it is. Oh, God, may we trust in you, Lord. May we look to the hills which come to our help, because you are our help, Lord Jesus. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for giving us the, the, the substance and the, the, the um, endurance to, to walk, to fight our race, to run our race, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, God, may we keep our eye on you. May we not look to the left or to the right, Father God. Oh, may we keep our eye on you, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, because you are our help, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, Jesus, you have been so good to us. You have been so good to us. And we just want to give you the praise and the glory for all that you're doing in and through us. And thank you for delivering us. Thank you, Lord, for walking with us, Lord, talking with us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us, keeping us in your hand, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us out of darkness into your marvelous light, Lord. Oh, God, we just, we can thank you for much, much more, Lord. But most of all, we thank you for being the great I am in our life. You are are the great I am. Oh, God, that we can trust in. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus, for all that you are done in us and through us, Lord. And we just say glory, hallelujah. Oh, Father, right now, I just ask everyone to come off you and give God praise. Give him praise for what he's doing in your life. Give him praise for delivering you out of the hands of the enemy. Lord God, we thank you for the time and the strength. We thank you, Lord, because you are worthy. We thank you for your grace on this day, God. Like Mona said, a fresh new anointing, God, created us a new Lord. God created us a new thing, Lord. You are great and great. Lord. We thank you for coming. Work in our minds, God. Continuing Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that you get the glory out of our lives on this day, Lord, that you let your righteousness reveal in our lives, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, actually leading us boldly before we found a grace during our time of need. Thank you, Ms. B, for hosting this morning. <clears throat> and thank you to everyone who released the sound, everybody who um, cried out to the Lord, worshiped, prayed, sung, rejoiced, and everybody who's even present who maybe only was able to praise God through their tears. I just want to thank all of you all for even coming today 
for continuing to show up during this month of deliverance. And before we get started, I want everyone to um, take your phones, make sure you're muted, um, just to, to protect the integrity of the call for those listening live and for those who may um, listen to the playback. And I'll go ahead and get started. So uh, before I do, I will start us off with a quick word of prayer. So Abba Father, I just want to thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment, for this opportunity to even partner with you in prayer, to partner with you as I speak to your people. And I ask that not my will, but your will be done. Let me do a great job of getting out of your way. May I decrease so that you may increase and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. I ask forgiveness of any and all sins, known or unknown, so that this declaration and this prayer be not hindered. I thank you that there will be an unveiling in this place, that there will be deep revelation and insight of your word, that there will be deliverance and fulfillment of what you said in Mark 16, verse 17, that these shines shall follow them that believe in my name, that they shall cast out devils, and that they shall speak with new tongues. Let your word be glorified, let your kingdom be edified, and let the devil be absolutely terrified. And it's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that I pray. Amen, and thank you, God. So, <clears throat> this month we have had so many sound, rich teachings on deliverance. Um. <clears throat> But I, I actually had a, a different teaching set up for this morning. And when I woke up, uh, Holy Spirit said, no, we're going a different direction. So I'm being obedient to the Lord and to his will. And I'm going to speak on, a, on something related to deliverance. Um, but it's about retaining deliverance. So I'm going to read us a scripture. Uh, if anyone has their Bible, I'm going from Matthew chapter 12, verses 43 through 45. I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation. Again, that's Matthew 12, uh, verses 43 through 45 in the Passion Translation. And it reads, when a demon is cast out of a person, it roams around a dry region looking for a place to rest, but never finds it. Then it says, I'll return to the house I moved out of. And so it goes back, only to find the house is vacant, warm, and ready for it to move back in. So it goes looking for seven other demons more evil than itself, and they all enter together to live there. Then the person's condition becomes much worse than it was in the beginning. So what I will be teaching today, if I was to coin this with a title, is Seven Steps for Retaining Deliverance. 
again, that seven steps for retaining deliverance. And just to give you guys um, some background, when I went to go see Come Out in Jesus' Name, I, um, before the movie started, was speaking to a gentleman there who was in deliverance ministry for several years. And he coined a phrase, um, and he said that there is a revolving door in deliverance that people have to guard themselves from. And I asked him, what does he mean? And he basically was referring to the scripture where people will get delivered and then they'll leave, but then they'll come out and need deliverance again in that area or other. And so what um, I'm going to be speaking about will be guarding yourself against that, against the opportunity for um, any spirit to come back into your home, into your body, into your your temple, and how to maintain the freedom of deliverance uh, through these seven steps. And I got this from some scriptures and also from um, Pigs in the Parlor. So if anybody has that, uh, you may want to read, if you haven't read that, it's in there as well. So number one, number one is <clears throat> putting on the whole armor of God putting on the whole armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18 says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Verse 13, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be still, you will still be standing firm, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So let's break that down, shall we? So with the armor of God, he talks about, <clears throat> number one, putting on truth as a belt to strengthen you as you stand in triumph. So you put on truth. So that means truth is a choice. You can choose to lie. You can choose to to be truthful, to be honest, to li to be in integrity, to live whole, which is living integrally, um, which leads me to number two, putting on God's righteousness and holiness as protective armor that covers your heart. One of the things that you have to um, remember is when you are delivered from something, the enemy will try to attack your heart because it's out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And if he can get you to take on the bait of Satan, which is offense, um, you will end up having bitterness in your heart. And the Bible says that bitterness, uh, the root of bitterness defiles many. 
corrupts many. So you have to protect your heart with God's righteousness and holiness. Number three, stand on your feet alert, prepared to face the enemy with the firm-footed stability, the promptness, and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of peace. That's the, the Passion Translation version of that scripture. So basically, Isaiah um, chapter 52, verse 7 says, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of a messenger who proclaims peace, who brings good news, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God rules. So what this means is you go out and you evangelize, you share the gospel, you share your testimony, you make disciples. So that's how you, for your shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news. All right? Number four, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So when you think about a shield and you think about faith, faith is not just a shield that covers you from the front. It covers you from all sides. So Psalms 91 verses 4 and 5 in the complete English version of the Bible says, God will protect you with his pinions. You'll find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness is a protective shield. So don't be afraid of terrors at night or arrows that fly in daylight. So when you take up faith, when you choose to take up faith, when you choose to believe, when you choose to believe what God says, right? Because God says in the word in Matthew 11, verse 23, if you say to a mountain to be removed and cast in the sea and you don't doubt, but you believe those things which you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. Um, in Hebrews 11, it says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for in the presence of things not seen. So you have to have that faith, right? Number five, the helmet of salvation. So embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance. Like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. Um, it says in, in Pigs in the Parlor, it says, when, when it comes to the helmet of salvation guarding your thought life, most demons seek to reenter by assailing your thoughts. So become watchful of any thoughts that could be considered negative, for those thoughts are from the enemy. Separate their thoughts from your own and refuse the thoughts that they give you and replace them with positive spiritual thoughts. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers or brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So, and a few, I want to say it was a month or two ago, I can't remember, there was a declaration that was saying, who told you that? When something comes in your head and you're like, well, so-and-so don't, okay, well, who told you that? See, because that's why you have to guard your mind. The battlefield is the mind. The enemy, if he can attack your mind, that's, 
That's it. Demons try to re-enter by selling your thoughts. So submit to God, resist the devil, the first sign of his attack, and he will flee. Um, Number six, the sword of the spirit, the mighty razor-sharp sword of the spirit is the spoken word of God. We'll talk more about number six a little later. I mean, it will literally cut off the head of legions of demons. Uh, Number seven, pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God. Um, This is a prayer call. I don't want to harp on the fact that prayer should be something that is something you do early and often, Uh, but in this particular scripture, it talks about praying in the spirit, which means praying in your heavenly language. Um, so if there is anyone who does not pray in their heavenly language and you have a heavenly language, I would urge you, especially if you have had deliverance at any point in your life or you recently throughout this month received more deliverance, to start praying more in your heavenly language. And if there is anybody who does not have a heavenly language, ask God um, to bless you with uh, the spiritual gift that is um, speaking in tongues so that you can be covered with the whole armor of God. All right. So that covers, number one, putting on the whole armor of God. Number two. Confess positively out loud your sound, your tongue. The power, um, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So it is important for you to confess what God's word says. Because positive confession is expressing faith. It's faith expressed. Um, Negative confessions characterize demonic influence. So. If you do a negative confession, you open the door for the enemy. Again, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So a daily confession of faith would be something like, in Christ, I am anointed. I am a powerful person of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus. I am more than a conqueror. I am a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. I am a channel for his blessing. Um, I am blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out, right? I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I dwell in the secret place. I have God's protection and provision. God is my refuge and my fortress, right? So you got to start saying these things. Like, I am a chosen generation. I am a a royal priesthood. I am a holy nation. I am a peculiar person called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Let me pause right there. It is okay to be different. It is okay to be peculiar. You are to be in the world and not of it. So there's nothing wrong with feeling different and acknowledging and embracing the difference that is who you are in Christ Jesus. You can say, I am healed. Um, by the stripes of Jesus, I am without spot and blemish. I am an intercessor. I am the righteousness of God. Like so, you can confess positively daily things 
even if it's something that you're not completely sure of, but you know it's true because that's what God's word says about you. So if God's word says that about you, it has to be true, right? So you you just got to start confessing those things over yourself every single day. I'm covered by the blood. Just keep confessing those things. All right. And remember I said I was going to talk more about um, with the armor of God, the sword of the spirit. That is point number three. So again, in the seven steps of deliverance, of retaining deliverance, once you've been delivered, how do you retain the deliverance? First, you put on the whole armor of God. Second, you confess positively out loud, out your mouth. You're, you have to say it. You have to have that sound. It has to be released out of your mouth. Number three, you stay in the scripture. You have got to stay in the word of God. No person can maintain um, long-term deliverance apart from the word of God as a primary factor in his life. Um, the word of God is a mirror to the soul. I say you are a doer of the word and not a hearer only. James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25 says you must be, um, you have to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. You must be doers of the word and not only hearers who mislead themselves. Those who hear but don't do the word are like those who look at their faces in a mirror. They look at themselves, walk away, and immediately forget what they, look, what they were like. But there are those who study the perfect law, the law of freedom, and continue to do it. They don't listen and then forget, but they put it into practice in their lives. And they will be blessed in whatever they do. There is a blessing that comes from studying the word of God because the word of God is the law of freedom. There is liberty and there is freedom. And you have to understand that if your soul is not being seeing the reflection of itself according to the word of God, then what is your soul seeing as a reflection of itself if it's not that? That's why it's important to stay in the scripture. Um, the word of God is a lamp for guidance. And one of my one of my life scriptures is Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp um, upon my feet, a light upon my path. In the New Living, it says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. The word of God is a cleanser. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 26 um, in the later part of verse 25 in the Passion Translation, it says, for Christ died for us, sacrificing himself to make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the word of God. Do you realize that when you study the word, when you confess it out loud, when you just read the word out loud, you are literally cleansing yourself with the pureness of the word. The same way you take showers daily, well, I hope you take showers daily, um, to wash your body. And if you don't, that's on you. Ain't no, ain't no judgment here. But for those who take showers, you take the shower to cleanse yourself, right? You cleanse your body from the daily dirt and you go work out and you're sweating and all of that stuff. So then that's the same thing you've got to do with scripture. You, you've got to wash yourself 
from the afflictions of the day, from the trials and the tribulations. You gotta, you, you gotta cleanse yourself every single day. You gotta remind yourself who you are. You gotta remind yourself of what God says about you, about the promises of God, the blessings of God, for they are sure. All right, the word of God is a two-edged sword. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says, the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. You, if you go to verse 13 and talk about, you can't, there's nothing and no one that can hide from God. Everything is naked before him. So you can think that you're not revealing or telling God how you feel about something. But he knows. He knows. He knows your true, he knows your true thoughts and your secret motives of your heart anyway. And maybe if you are unaware, the word of God will reveal those things to you. That's the two-edged sword. All right. The word of God, the scripture is the food for the spirit. It is food for the spirit. In the same way, uh, this is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. In the same way that nursing infants cry for milk, you must intensely crave the pure spiritual milk of God's word. For this milk will cause you to grow into maturity fully nourished and strong for life. Um, that's in the Passion Translation. I think I heard Tanya say one day, Tanya, not Tanya, have you ever seen a full-grown adult in the incubator for the newborn? That wouldn't make sense. Because the the thing that a person does once they get that milk, whether it's breast milk or formula, either way, the point is they grow. They mature. So if you are a believer and you're not being fed by the word of God, how are you able to grow? How are you able to mature? And then and also Matthew 4, verse 4, um, when Jesus was being tempted by the devil, um, he answered him and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. See, what Jesus quoted in that react response to the devil was Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. So that brings me to another point. You can't read the New Testament and not read the Old. Like, you've got you to read the, all 66 books of the Bible. You've got to read all of them. You've got to read the Bible, period, right? So that's number three. Stay in the scripture. Number four. Crucify the flesh. <clears throat> Crucify the flesh. Um, Luke chapter 9, verse 23 in the Amplified says, I mean, he, he being Jesus, Jesus was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interests, and take up his cross daily, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me. That means you got to believe in, he's saying you got to believe in me. You've got to conform to my example in living. You've got to surrender to my ways. 
the definition of insanity um, that they that is always quoted is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You cannot break free from the oppressive uh, spirits of the enemy, those demonic oppressive spirits, and think you can go and do the same thing you were doing before you were delivered. You've got to break those old patterns. You've got to dismantle those old systems because the origin of those systems were a lot of them, majority of them, were to protect your true identity as so you thought, right, from offense and resentment and all these things and pride and all that. So you're thinking you're protecting yourself, but instead you're in, you're in um, agreement with these evil spirits, with these patterns of behavior that you've developed over the years that you're not even realizing are a result of demonic oppression. So you've got to break those old patterns You've got to break those old systems and you've got to dismantle them and you've got to bring them to the cross. Because if not, if they're just laying there, if they're just around your house and they're just not being cleansed up and, and destroyed and sacrificed, it's a way for demons to return. Um, so Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 and 20 say the behavior or the actions, I'm going to read it in the complete English Bible. The actions that are produced by selfish motives are obvious since they include sexual immorality, moral corruption, doing whatever feels good, idolatry, drug use, casting spells. That also can be manipulating others, um, hatred of those who get in your way, fighting, senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, losing your temper, obsession competitive opposition, conflict, selfishness, rivalry, group rivalry. <clears throat> um, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the self with its passions and its desires. So that's that dying daily, that crucifying yourself daily. Um, that's something that you have to do to retain deliverance. Number five. Develop a life of continuous praise and prayer. When I went to California, I went to a church, um, and it was a pastor, Bo Jackson. He said um, his, his sermon that time was my, my praise, my problems won't stop my praise. And he said when praise is intentional, it is a weapon of warfare. It's a weapon of warfare. Praise silences the enemy. It's not an attitude of heart, it is the expression, it's the outward expression unto God of thankfulness, adoration, and joy by speaking, singing, shouting, dancing, leaping, playing musical instruments, clapping, um, singing in tongues. It is, it is worship. So essentially, you've got to develop a life of continuous worship. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20, verses 21 through 22, and Amplified said, when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in their holy and priestly attire. And they went out before the army and said, praise and give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. And when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. 
So they were struck down in defeat. So in this, if you read chapter 20, what you find out in Second Chronicles chapter 20 is there was about to be what the children of Israel thought was they were going to have to go to battle against these three different kingdoms. And all they had to do was praise because the battle wasn't theirs. It was the Lord. And when they just started praising and singing, the Lord set ambushes and they, and those, and those, those other kingdoms that were trying to attack, that were planning on attacking, ended up fighting each other. And they were struck down in defeat. Like, they didn't have to do nothing but praise and worship. That's it. That's it. So develop a life of continuous praise. You don't realize um, this, the reverberation of your praise and your worship in the spiritual realm and the shifting of an atmosphere that it does. Because it's, it's something you can't see with your natural eyes. Um, and again, a life of continuous prayer. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, never stop praying. Other translations say, pray without ceasing. I already talked about praying in the spirit. Um, but you pray, to just pray. You got to pray. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes... Your prayers can be short. They don't always have to be long. But as long as you do them, and you do them from a pure place, from a pure place in your heart, it doesn't matter how you sound. Like, you can't compare how you sound to how someone else sounds when they pray. We all are unique and different. But we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. The point is, you just never stop praying. All right. And then number six. Maintain a life of fellowship and spiritual ministry. It is the sheep that wanders from the flock that is the most endangered. Mm. You over here and maybe you feel like you are a lone, um, a loner when it comes to being a Christian. Like you're like, oh, I you might like you might be on the prayer call, but you may not have a local church body that you are a part of. <clears throat> you need to find and fulfill your function within the body of Christ. Um, so with that being said, what I mean by that, find and fulfill your function within the body of Christ. Um, First Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 11 says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. So you've got to operate within the body of Christ using your spiritual gifts. And if you don't know what your spiritual gifts are, you can take a spiritual gift test. So to one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice to another. And this is, I'm reading in the New Living Translation. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another, a miracle working faith, marveling faith. To someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and the other, and the other the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. That's discernment. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another person is given the ability to interpret what is being said as speaking in spirit. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all of these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have, right? So if you desire a spiritual gift, 
and you get your spiritual gifts and you discover what they are, yield to their operation through you within the body of Christ and keep yourself under authority. I was reading with a couple of my sisters this morning about accountability. Hebrews 13, 17 says, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. They would certainly not, that would certainly not be for your benefit. Again, that's Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. You have to keep yourself under authority, under um, some kind of authority, a, a spiritual leader. And you want to do that because you want to make sure that you have someone here in the natural that holds you accountable. You've got to have someone that holds you accountable. You've got to have people that hold you accountable because you don't want to ever get puffed up in pride because God resists the proud. He resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. You keep yourself submitted under authority no matter how well or how much you think you know. It is a way of you showing that you would humble yourself. It's a way of showing outward humility by choosing to be submitted to some, to a spiritual leader. And if it's a problem with you've been hurt by someone in, in the church in times past, then ask God to heal you of that hurt because it's not the church that hurt you. It was a person within the church. Ask God to heal you of that heart and forgive them and, and let it go so that you can, and then ask him to draw you to the right church and to the right leaders who will nurture and grow your gifts and who will also nurture and protect who you are because they're held accountable for how they treat you. All right, that's number six. So, just going, in case someone jumped on late. Number one, when I said the seven steps for retaining deliverance, put on the whole armor of God. Number two, confess positively out loud, confess it with your mouth. Number three, say in the scripture, I want to add with that, Sometimes you need to read the word out loud as well. Number three, um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Sometimes you got to hear it out loud. Number four, crucify the flesh. Number five, develop a life of continuous praise and prayer. That's worship and praying. And number six, maintain a life of fellowship and spiritual ministry. That's being connected to the body of Christ and not being a loner. Because those who wander as the sheep from the flock are the most endangered to be attacked by the enemy. And then number seven, with the seven steps for retaining deliverance, is commit yourself totally to Christ. This is, this is a crucial um, step right here. Determine that every thought, word, and action will reflect the very nature of Christ. You have to abide in Christ that the fruit of the Spirit might come forth in abundance. That's John 15, being connected to the vine. Demonic spirits are enemies of the fruit of the spirit. I want you to write that down. Demonic spirits, demon spirits are enemies of the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit, according to Galatians 5, verses 22 to 23, is <clears throat> love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, uh, gentleness, which is also known as meekness, 
Bible says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meekness comes with a blessing. Um, Self-control, self-restraint, continence, that's a fruit of the spirit. So those are the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law that can bring a charge. We That's going into courts of heaven. That's going into the enemy and his accusations. That's why demonic spirits are cannot stand the fruit of the spirit because they can't bring nothing in the course of heaven that could against those those um, fruits. When you have we operating in your fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control, they can't stand that because you're basically filling your house. You are filling your house with the things of God. Faith and trust in God is the greatest weapon against the devil's lies. Greatest weapon. The greatest weapon. Um, so in closing, I'm going to read a, 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 a um, paragraph from, from the pigs in the parlor. It says, doing these seven things, right? Again, what are, what are those seven? All right, I'm, I'm going to say it for you. Put on the whole armor of God. Number two, confess positively out loud. Number three, stay in the scripture. Number four, crucify the flesh. Number five, develop a life of continuous praise and prayer. Number six, maintain a life of fellowship and spiritual ministry. And number seven, commit yourself totally to Christ. Every thought, every word, every action, make the decision that they will be a reflection of the very nature of who Jesus is. So by doing these seven things, you will ensure that your life, your house, your temple, your body, your mind, your your soul, you will ensure that it is filled after having been cleansed from deliverance and it has been filled with the things of God by doing these seven things. And therefore, no demon will be able to return, much less bring any others in with him. If a spirit should trick you and regain interest, see that he is cast out as soon as possible, either by yourself, self-deliverance, or with the help of other believers, right? If there are any areas of demonic activities in your life that are subsequently (laughs) brought to life, either by the word of God, because the interest of his word brings light and understanding. So it may shine light on other areas that you didn't know you were dealing with. Seek deliverance. Jesus has made possible complete and total deliverance. Walk in daily deliverance. It's okay to go and get deliverance often, even when you feel like you've been delivered already and you don't have nothing left. It's okay to go and still Ask someone to pray for you. It's okay to still do self-deliverance over yourself. Walk in daily deliverance. Don't settle for nothing less. Don't settle for nothing less. Present yourself as a living sacrifice, right? So don't settle for anything else, anything less than that. Walk in the freedom that Jesus has brought to you from his sacrifice. And before we close, 
I want us to have a moment of uh, soaking mixed with worship. You can kneel, you're driving, you can just listen if you're at, if you're at work on Memorial Day. Um, you can just, you know, continue to listen. If you can take a moment, take a moment. Um, for those at home, you can lie prostrate. You can just lie flat. But I want us, as we hear the sound of the worship song, I want you to allow Holy Spirit to minister to you. And if there is anything that you feel you need his help with, whether it's committing yourself totally, totally to Christ, whether it's finding a church home or being okay with submitting to authority of another, um, whether it's knowing you need to worship more, take this moment to worship or pray more, take this moment to pray, um, whether it's knowing you have to crucify some things of your flesh that you're still struggling with, whether it's, Lord, I need to start reading the word more. I need your help to help me stay in scripture, whether it's knowing you need to confess positively out loud or you need to be able to put on the armor of God, whatever it is. Take this moment and let Holy Spirit speak to you. Deserve the praise. 
That um, was just a snippet. That song is about 20 minutes, so I'll be sure to um, put it in the victory room for anybody that wants to um, hear it in its entirety. But that will be the um, conclusion of this declaration for the seven steps of deliverance. Hmm. Oh, y'all got to give me a second. I just had a moment. <clears throat> so if there's anybody who uh, has not spoken before, whether it's been your first time on the call or um, you just never spoke before, I want to I want to go ahead and open it up for you to say good morning and give us your name or who invited you. And then after that, I'm going to let the men speak and say good morning. And then after that, anybody else who wants to say good morning. And then we'll go into love, life, and big, love, life, and victory portion of the call. So, again, first-time callers or someone who's been on the call but has not spoken before, then the men, and then everybody else. So, any first-time callers want to say good morning? Hi. Good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Renee Lomati, and Oh, wow, Christina, is such a blessing. I'm actually uh, part of the small group that she's in um, at Victory Church called Women of Destiny. Um, Christina, you are such a blessing. Keep shining, girl. Keep shining. <laughs> oh, thank you, Renee. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I am really blessed. I have been really blessed this morning. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining You're us. Welcome. Anybody else want to say good morning if it's your first time? If not, I'll open it to the men. Okay. If there's no one else, um, go ahead, men. Floor is open to you. Good morning. Fellas, where you at? today. I'll go ahead, ladies. Y'all can say good morning, and then we'll go into love, life, and victory. Anybody else want to say good morning? Now's your time. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. God bless you. What a great job. Thank you, Mary. 
I heard someone else say good morning. Who is that? Good morning. This is Carla. Great declaration. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Amazing job. I absolutely love you. Thank you. Love you, Cheryl. Good morning. It's Gloria. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Thank you. Good morning. Love y'all. <laughs> Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. God bless you. Thank you, Krishanda. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. That was awesome, Christina. That was great. Thank you, Moxie. That was you. You you uh you set the stage, ma'am. Thank you for that prayer as well. Good morning, Christina. Awesome declaration. Thank you, Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Good morning. Hey, Joy Joy, it seemed like Thursday night. Where my girls at? <laughs> awesome declaration, sis. Love you. Love you, too. Good I should morning. be able to join this Thursday. I'll be looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Sure, sure. Thank you. Totally not what I had prepared last night, but that's okay. That's I love how Holy Spirit does a thing. <clears throat> All right. Um. Well, before we jump into love, life, and victory, I want to make a quick announcement. There will be no marriage matters this evening. Again, there is no marriage matters this evening. Um, please take that time to remember those who um, have served this country as it is Memorial Day. So that is um, the announcement I wanted to share. All right. So. Let's go ahead and jump into love, life, and victory. Anybody have anything they want to share? Go ahead. Now's your time. I'll jump in real quick so I can soak. Um, This month has been truly, truly, truly amazing. Um, The Holy Spirit is so amazing how he would have us going through the month of deliverance, to celebrate him stepping on the scene to help us be delivered, (laughs) stay delivered, continue in deliverance, and what was that? Uh, The seven steps to um, returning or maintaining deliverance. Our God is so dope, (laughs) y'all. Christina, great job. I have so many things to look at. Um, one thing I will that has really, really weighed on me, a word was said, we always talk about how we give people the past and um, I'm tired of being a bigger person, but the word came through yesterday that you'll never be bigger than the Holy Spirit. So there'll never be enough humility in you to be the bigger person because the Holy Spirit always be bigger than you. So grace share, but that right there, we need to take that away for the month, for the rest of this part on. So thank you, sis. Just want to share that. Thank you, Shell. Yeah. Yesterday, even at my church, um, Pastor Kirvin said, he was talking about the Beatitudes. He was talking about loving your enemies, right? That's, I mean, it's easy to love those who love you back. 
but loving those who betray you, loving those who don't mean you no good. You know, and like you said, we always it's like why we gotta be the bigger person. Ain't nobody gonna be bigger than the Holy Spirit. So come on. Let us be an image a reflection of Jesus and do what the word says. That was good, Phil. Thank you. I'm a little jacked up, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Um, that song kinda jacked me up just a little bit, but it's okay if you hear me clearing my throat. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. Let me let me jump in real quick to Harris Fox. You know what I loved about how you brought it, um, the declaration with such grace and confidences. But what you did also was reminded us and took that fear so much out of deliverance. You know, it reminded us also about that's why them got really much really a lot from all months. But even like what you mentioned about life for us, if you go through deliverance and you see that you need it again or you see, you know, like, go for it. Don't, you know, don't be hesitant in that, you know. And it just, it's just a, such a blessing. And also even a part of keeping, um, of, of feeling us, you know, um, once they will, those things are been out, like we, you was reminding us of, keeping ourselves filled with the word so those things can't come back. You know what I'm saying? So I just love how you did all of it. Uh, but you, how you made it sound and reminded us, taking the fear out of it, that it's work, it's prayer, it's, um, you know, but it's, it's worth it. And it, it was just how you, it, it was just a collaborate way of how you put it, of like, come on, you could do this, don't worry. You know, I just want to say thank you. It was just such a great declaration. Bless you, sis. Thank you, Marcy. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Look, I, go ahead. Who's that? It's Krishonda. I was just going to echo what um, Moxie said, um, especially about the part. Um, I'm, I'm glad that Holy Spirit read gave you a detour this morning, especially about closing kind of the door, keeping the house filled, um, that every time I hear that bring seven more, it's always like, ooh, that is serious. That's um, And you don't really hear that in the church, right? You Every now and again, you'll hear people talk about deliverance and you'll hear that part, but that's not something that you really, at least in my experience, um, I listen to a lot of sermons. You don't really hear people talk about that. So when you talked about mm, refilling the house, and if we keep our house filled, you know, you know we can keep that away um, from them coming back, the enemy essentially coming back. So um, reading your word um, out loud daily, right, that's renewing our mind, that's refilling our cup, that's healing, refreshing, giving us different perspective keeping our minds stayed on the the, the Lord, when, right, when we hear the word, so keeping in fellowship. So God bless you. Um, great declaration. But most of all, what you were saying was putting on the armor of God and do it daily, you know, and being mindful of that. That just stood out to me too, you know, like you, t- you said so much to us. You you gave us some good, some good, good this moment, okay? Some good things that we can um, literally apply 
it was great. Thank you, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Krishna. Yeah, I mean, when I don't know that I didn't that revolving door. It just made sense. Like if someone's delivered and then they don't know what they're supposed to do to maintain it, they'll end up going through that cycle, and that's not what God wants us to do. He wants, you know, that's not it. He wants us to be free and just live in that freedom. That's his love, right? His love. Mm -hmm. That's his love. Mm -hmm. Not the scary, hooky-pooky stuff. That's like, get rid of that garbage and let me love you. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. That's it. I think, and when you think about the old systems and our old patterns and our old things we're holding on to, and he wants us to exchange those for something so much bigger and better. And it's behind us, and we just we just have to do that exchange. So I heard someone come Hello. off mute. Go ahead. Hey, this is Claire. Uh, thank you for your declaration, Christina. Um, it was just funny to me because the Holy Spirit all this week kept dealing with me and putting on the full armor of God. Like that was my Bible study for so many days last week, and um, one thing that stuck out to me was um, having on the shield of faith because it can quench all fiery darts from the enemy. So um, I was just really thankful for the confirmation and for your um, declaration this morning. Oh, that's awesome, sis. I'm glad. I'm glad to confirm some things for you. That's good. His word confirms and affirms. It edifies and encourages. That's awesome. Thank you. Love you, sis. Love you, too. Anybody else want to say anything? Good morning. Hey, Georgia. I just want to say um, wonderful declaration. And I just keep hearing this echo of love, love, love. And I just um, had a chance to listen to you and Michelle's podcast. Kudos to you guys. Um, If you all haven't heard it, check it out from surface to deep. My sister is just wonderful. And and how fitting that you started with the topic of love. And it's just, um, it's funny because I listened to that and then I went on Facebook and there was a sister who was talking about um, showing up and walking as a Christian and the importance of of love and how so many times we see um, people out here who, claim to be one thing, but they do another, and just how important it is to really just show up and love and what that looks like. And um, then I, I I got this scripture sent to me, and it was John 15, 12, and 13. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one, <clears throat> greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. Um, yeah, just that, that echo. And it's just so interesting also how that ties into deliverance, as you were saying, your seven steps were just really good. And I'm looking forward to going back and listening to it and really diving down deeper into them. Um, because it's so important for us to, to stay connected so that we can stay on the path that we 
are faced with after we receive that uh, level of deliverance that we have. So just thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your study. Thankful, thank you for being willing to pour into us. And I pray that God pours back into you a thousandfold. So love you, sis. All right, so is there anyone else? I thought I heard Lisa trying to speak. If not, um, thank you again, Tosh, for that. Is there anybody else that wants to share? Um, yeah, I was trying to speak. <laughs> I'm trying to do a thousand things, and then my sister came in my room talking to me. Um, that was that was good, Tosh. Um, just thinking about, you know, your, your share and how timely it is. Um, we talk about deliverance, right? And I think it's sprinkled in there the how to be delivered. Um, I love the idea of how to stay delivered, right? Um, and examining, because what you shared today, in addition to how to stay delivered, actually goes into that place of, you know, how did we get to where we were in the place where we needed to be delivered? You think about it, right? So so how to stay delivered, what you talked about also can keep us from having the need deliverance. <laughs> Truthfully, um, for the things that you talked about doing to keep us out um, once we've been swept clean, the very same things are the things we need to do to stay clean, right? So for those that, that don't struggle with this demonic oppression, and the depression that comes along with it and the regression that seems to keep happening as a result of continuing in and having to struggle and fight, right? If you're not there, do not open a crack and a door for that to come in because he is such an opportunistic, um, like infection, if you will, waiting for um, to steal, kill, and destroy, waiting for an opportunity for those of us, you know, um, that that may have been delivered but haven't even entered into that yet, just keep living because he's waiting for an opportunity, a crack, a door to come in and pounce, you know, like a roaring lion with no bite really, but still that sting, it hurts when you get pulled in or sucked in or something becomes a stronghold. So some might be dabbling now. And, and before that thing takes such a stronghold on any one of us, make sure that we're practicing some of the things that you mentioned now. So so I, I can see that as a, instead of just being, um, having to be delivered, 
for those that are saying I'm okay, I'm good, I'm all right, you know, that's another thought. But 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 if you believe if we're believing we're there or whatever, you know, stay there, right? Do not give that enemy an opportunity because he is never off of his job. Never. Right. And and sometimes for me, I know sometimes I can get a little lax and be ignorant of his devices when he comes to steal, kill and destroy for the simple thing. We're reading the book on Thursday night about the bait of Satan and dealing with that spirit of offense. He's so subtle and he's so tricky. And if we're not wise and we're not watching with spiritual eyes and discernment and listening to the Holy Spirit, we can get caught up and end up right in the midst of depression, oppression, you know, to the extent of where then we're having to need to be delivered from some things. So thank you, sis. I just want to bring that out just for for us to, to an extent, I'm thinking of walking circumspectly um, because we're co-laborers in this thing. He, We have partnered up with Christ, with Holy Spirit as he lives on the inside of us. He's not making us do anything. We make the decision for everything that we do to do. And he gives us the strength and the ability to make right decisions when we decide we want to. So thank you for your share. I just wanted to share that. Well, that's good, Lisa. That's real good. <clears throat> it's not just retaining, but it's not needing and just having that lifestyle period. Yeah, that's good stuff. Thank you. I think I heard someone else trying to come off mute. If there's someone else, go ahead. If there's nobody else, I can give you guys back some time. So you can enjoy your holiday and get ready for your barbecue. Um, so, oh, go ahead. All right. Well, if there's nobody else, then we'll go ahead and close again. Just want to remind you all that there is no marriage matters tonight. No marriage matters tonight. All right. So, Abba Father, I just want to thank you. We thank you, Lord. But you said healing and deliverance is the children's bread. So we thank you that this month we've been given the gift and the, and the assurance and the blessing and the right that we have to be free from any oppression of the enemy. And now, Lord, I ask that you would allow these God-given instructions on how to stay free from that oppression and how to fill our hearts and fill our minds and fill our bodies with the things that are of you that those things would come to pass and, and our lives would be a reflection of who you are, Jesus. So as we go throughout this day, I ask that you would continue to allow us to meditate on what your word says about who we are and that we would cover and embrace every thought that you have, every promise and every blessing that you have about us, that everything that's true and honorable, everything that's just and pure, everything that's lovely and commendable, everything worthy of your praise, of our praise to you, for you deserve the praise. 
You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor in our lives and all that we do. If you would continue to cover us with the armor of God, the helmet of salvation and that breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace, families, the sword of the spirit, which is your word, and that shield of faith that covers us from all sides, which we use to clink every flaming guard of the enemy. Allow us to dwell today in your secret place and your protection be our portion. Let your peace that passes all understanding fill our homes, fill the atmosphere of our bodies, fill the atmosphere that we go to. Let us shift atmospheres because of the glory that we carry. That is your glory. That is your presence. That is who you are as your spirit dwells in us, and let us continue to bear forth all the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So right now, we ask you to lose your angels to give us protection on the highways and byways, those traveling, those going places, that you would cause there to be um, traveling grace and mercy for them, that they would be their portion this day. Continue to bless our families and protect our families. I ask that you would be with all of our loved ones. You would be with those that are even in mourning today, that you would comfort them. She would cover them. And those that are having a day where they can rest, that they would rest, not, not only resting as in sleep, but, Lord, that they would rest and abide in you, that they would be able to spend time worshiping you in time, talking to you in prayer and supplication and letting the request be known. As we choose this day to surrender ourselves, to pick up the cross and to be a living sacrifice so that it's holy and acceptable unto you, let us do so this day and every day for you. Ask forgiveness of sin, cover us all with the blood of Jesus, continue to keep us and bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Blessings on your day.